The audience that buys on Amazon is different than the audience that buys on HomeDepot.com and is different than the audience who buys on Lowe's.com. What most manufacturers don't know is that they need to have a strategy for each individual online distributor or retailer. On today's episode, we bring on a manufacturer who has incredible insight into the different types of people that buy on these platforms and what you can get from these platforms to drive innovation and to drive the right type of product development. It's an awesome reminder on how to use your partners to fuel your growth and stay ahead of the curve in the industry. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. All right, everybody, welcome to Smarter Building Materials Marketing, where we believe your online presence should be your best salesperson. I am Zach Williams alongside Beth Popnikolov, and today we have an awesome show planned for you. We've got Lisa Prestafilippo, who's the National Accounts Manager at Metal Sales Manufacturing Corporation on the show with us today. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Yes, thanks so much for having me. Lisa, why don't we get started just by you telling us a little bit about your role within your company? Sure thing. So as a national accounts manager, I'm in charge of Lowe's, Home Depot, Amazon, Ace Hardware, True Value, pretty much any single account that has a national presence within America. And I manage from the top up. So we pretty much incentivize each account with a volume rebate. And that helps us kind of beat out the competition and it helps my territory sales managers go in and let them know if, you know, if you purchase from us at the very end, you know, year to date, you can get a rebate at the back end. So it starts the sales call without having to, you know, just knock on each door. You kind of like, we already have an established relationship at the top. And so then all we have to do is pretty much go into the store and keep that relationship. And and that's how national accounts works. <laughs> do you do you sell online as well as in store? I do. So we have uh, HomeDepot.com, we have Lowe's.com, and we have in this company I'm starting Amazon.com. I started Amazon.com in my two previous companies. So, but yes, we do sell online. I'm very curious about that. Like, was that a very strategic decision? We're like, okay, we see that we need to be online. We need to be on Amazon, mm-hmm. or was it like, hey, let's just try this out and see if it works? At my previous companies with Amazon, it's actually shocking. A lot of people think, oh, how do you make any money shipping a 12-foot panel to a house? And at the end of the day, Amazon pays for the freight. And so that is a huge part of shipping, period. And then um, with the stock program, so for metal roofing, it normally is about, it's it's a custom roof. Normally, it's cut to size and a custom color, whatever the customer wants. If you put, you know, on Lowe's.com and Home Depot.com, Amazon.com, these are more stock sizes. So you've got your eights, your tens, your twelves. So we kind of just run a little inventory in each plant and then you put a minimum on it. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think I've, you know, worked with other companies that, you know, how are we going to be profitable? How can we, you know, sell on Lowe's.com? Well, there has to be a minimum. You can't I can't be shipping onesies, twosies, either way, even if Amazon paid for my freight and all you had to do is ship, you know, one 12 foot panel at the end of the day, I still have to create that panel. I got to package it and I'm, still, I'm not making any money off of it. So you have to pretty much, you know, I, uh, you test out, you start from the beginning of, you know, okay, I'm going to ship it on yellow or Estes and how much is that freight? And then you, you build it into the cost of the, the packaging, the whole nine yards. So it's a lot of work behind it, but once you put those SKUs up, 
it's so crazy how convenient it is for customers to buy online and it ships straight to your door because, you know, I drive a, a four-door car. How am I ever, even if I went to Lowe's up right now and picked up an eight-foot panel, how would I get it in my car? So it makes it very convenient for these customers to just purchase online and it delivers straight to their door. So Lisa, when you say customers, are you saying that homeowners are actually purchasing the volume of metal roofing materials they would need to re-roof their entire house? No. These are small, like, annex buildings, sheds. These, this okay. Is okay, 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 okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, from each account, so each national account, you know, when you walk into a Lowe's hardware, you'll my material is the uh, back right corner. You'll see all roofing panels. You'll see a corrugated asphalt panel. You'll see a corrugated polycarbonate panel, and you'll see a corrugated metal panel. And that is the bay. It makes up the roofing panel bay. That's just all stock material. So um, I think... For the most part in metal roofing, I would say about 75% of my sales are custom cut, custom color because they are going actually on a roof. If you are walking into Lowe's, that's a weekend warrior project. You are fixing a shed in your backyard. You're building a dog's house. And so you're going to buy two eight-footers. You're going to cut it in half and you're going to put it on a doghouse. And same thing with dot-com sales. That's all stock material, so it's not custom. And if, you know, for example, me and... I have a little dog and I want to build a dog house. I would probably just go online because if I didn't, I'd have to rent a truck, pick up the material, you know, at the store. I might as well just order an eight foot and it delivers straight to my door. That's smart. That's really smart. Yeah. I'd be very curious, Lisa, if you could share about like, the different types of audiences that you see online, like specifically, you mentioned you're on Lowe's.com, Home Depot.com and Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Do you have different demographic profiles or different, you know, ideal customer profiles for the people that shop at those different ones? Like, is there a difference between Home Depot and Lowe's versus Amazon? Or yes. do you feel like everything is the same? Can you can you elaborate on that a bit? So Home Depot is more is more pro. When you walk in there, you will see a lot more contractors picking up material. It's just a more pro big box. And then you've got Lowe's, which I think is more design friendly. You walk into Lowe's, they have better rugs, they have better lights fixtures. I wholeheartedly think it's not as pro. If you actually listen to the Q, you know, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4 car, uh, calls with Lowe's, that's their main drive to grow business is how can we be more pro? So the difference between those two big boxes is by far Home Depot is way more pro. So when it comes to the demographic shopping, you've got more contractor shopping at Home Depot. When it comes to .com, I think you've got customers like me that are doing small projects. You also have contractors that have ordered a whole project at the pro desk and they're missing a piece. And instead of saying, oh my gosh, I I missed, you know, five pieces of this panel, they're just going to buy, you know, five 12 footers, deliver it to the job site, you know, via online and, you know, cut it to size there. So I think when it comes to Lowe's.com or HomeDepot.com, you've got homeowners as well as contractors, but the contractors that are buying on .com, from what I see, it's like they're missing a piece of the puzzle and they forgot to order it or they didn't order enough. So then if you go down to the co-ops, so co-ops are, you've got Ace Hardware, True Value, Do It Best. Orgle is considered a co-op, but it actually doesn't have storefronts, but they do have warehouses. 
So those are a more personalized experience. When I walk into my Ace Hardware, they know my name. I get free popcorn and they are more personalized when it comes to specific things that you're looking for. So for big box, it's a turn and burn, stack it high, let it fly, excuse. If it's not turning and if it's not selling, they're not going to stock it. At Ace Hardware, for example, I just fixed one of my cabinets and I was looking for a specific hinge. You would think Lowe's would carry this hinge. And they're like, we don't carry it. That It didn't turn very well. We non-stocked it. But the Ace Hardware down the street, sure enough, had it. They just keep, um, it's more, I feel like it's more customized to the market. You'll notice in those co-op stores that they are very market-driven and they understand you know, their audience and that's what they stock. For Lowe's and Home Depot, it is extremely about turns and top-line sales. It's so interesting. So just how the different channels and the different volumes are going through the diff- your different distribution channels. So based on what you know about who's buying from your different distribution channels, how does your approach to, let's say, the big box stores like Lowe's and Home Depot different from how you're approaching online retail like Amazon? So Amazon, you can put anything up and someone's going to buy it. Because, you know, if they Google metal roofing, all your SKUs will come up and it doesn't matter if you've got an Eve or apron or drip edge or anything. I mean, someone will buy it. At the end of the day, Amazon acts kind of like a Lowe's and a Depot that their top SKUs that are selling, they actually will warehouse those SKUs. So they'll buy a truckload of, you know, eight foot panel for me because that's, it's selling like hotcakes and they'll warehouse it and, you know, four of their warehouses. So then they actually ship it direct to customer and that makes that skew a prime skew because now I'm not, you know, running it and shipping it. It's already stocked and, you know, they, they ship, you know, within one to two days. They have that aspect of like the big box, but when it comes to big box, like when it comes to selling the big box, it's all about data. I have to have the proof. I have to say, hey, this is an awesome SKU. It's going to turn, you know, right now in building materials. They want four to five turns in 52 weeks, which is, it's a lot. So, but you can always, I always say you can always finagle a turn. It depends on the job lot that's stocked. It depends on how much is stocked in the bay. If you put a low job lot, that means the, t- the skew is going to turn quicker. And that means now you've got this shining star, you know, skew. But if your job lot's too low and all of a sudden someone comes to the bay and they needed five pieces and there's only three pieces, you know, at the bay, then you've just, you just showed up on a lost sales report because they couldn't buy it. Managing big boxes, it's a different world compared to any of the other accounts. It is there's so much strategic deep dives into excels and inventory. And I mean, it, it technically could be a full job just managing one of those accounts. I just feel like we need to make the tagline for why should building materials sell on Amazon or like, if you put it on there, someone's going to buy it. Because that's actually, it's really true. It's right. not oversimplified. It sounds oversimplified. But like, there is someone right now searching for like to your point there's that contractor who's like I mismeasured I'm five pieces short Mm -hmm. Uh, you know how much time Mm -hmm. is it going to take me to get in my truck drive to the location get them to order it maybe they have it in stock maybe they don't I mean I I just think that honestly is such a good use case of it literally will be purchased if it's available it's not I'm not saying that should be your whole strategy Mm -hmm. but (laughs) it's definitely (laughs) part of it 
Yeah, and then Amazon does. Amazon keeps you accountable. They, out of all the portals that I work on, you know, I work at, you know, on Home Depot Link, Lowe's Link, and the Amazon portal. They have a whole team that will literally reach out to me, the Amazon team, and say, hey, if you drop this SKU two cents in price, guaranteed you'll sell 22% more, you know, month to date. Sure enough, drop a two cents, it's guaranteed. It's crazy. They have a whole team. If you add this skew in this color, like they'll tell me, right now you got it in brown and black. If you add it in green, it'll sell 25% more than the brown. Sure enough, it does. Guaranteed. That's fascinating to me. Like, do you take that information and then do you go over to Lowe's and like, oh, let's take that product and bring it over to Lowe's and let's bring it over to Home Depot because Amazon's getting information. Like one thing we see a lot of manufacturers we work with do is like they'll take information from like, let's say Wayfair that mm-hmm. they get in data there and apply it to like the rest of their e-commerce strategy. Are you doing that very same thing? Pretty much. I mean, there's, um, with the top SKUs, the only thing that's different is, you know, for Amazon, just like I said, I can put everything up there, you know? And so I can't with Lowe's, if I could stock everything that I make, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't sell, I'm buying it back. You know what I mean? And then, you know, just to, to shipping alone, getting it back to one of my branches, it's like, I've, I've made no profit on that SKU. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I've told them, you know, they'll look at this data, and you know, it is though. It's a very fine line because Lowe's makes an extremely large margin on my products, you know, compared to Amazon. You know, Amazon probably could have technically have the highest cost. Like I give them probably the my, one of my highest costs. They'll make five percent on it. They'll, you know, their margin is much much lower than than Lowe's. And so then, they, but then they ask. Why is Amazon selling it for twelve ninety nine and we're selling it for sixteen ninety nine? And I'm like, I, you know, you guys have high margins. Amazon really, it, they are lean and mean over there. But it's crazy because then they have a whole team that tells me what's selling and what's not selling. <laughs> Do you think that that dynamic will change? Because from what we've heard from other manufacturers, is really the pressure is on the manufacturer when it comes to partnering with Lowe's and Home Depot, and we're Lowe's and Home Depot fans, I don't mean for this to sound negative, but the pressure is on the manufacturer to prove I'm going to be a good partner, my products are going to make you money. You know, if you stock this new product that we just launched or this same product in this new color, you're going to sell significantly more. Here's the data to back that up. And I know you just kind of spoke to that. That's the relationship that you have with them. But do you anticipate in your relationship that dynamic changing and them having to move into more of the relationship you have with Amazon where you have Lowe's coming to you saying, could you make this in red? Because we're getting a lot of demand for red roofing. Yeah. So um, at my old job, I worked at Ondelein, which is a corrugated polycarbonate roofing. My main application was greenhouses. So we were blowing up in the West Coast and they came to me and said, hey, you know, metal roofing is doing awesome. And this, the Wayne's coating and all of these indoor applications, you know, for metal that's it's blowing up, you know, in every single market, any way you can make a polycarbonate panel that looks like metal. And so I invented, it's called Poly Decor and it's on Lowe's.com and you'll see it in a galvanized, a copper and a, a like a rustic color. It blew up. It did great. I made. I designed a stack out. Put it in 400 stores. Put it online. Million pos within you know 52 weeks. It was great. And honestly, that's the best relationship you can have is working with the merchant on a product and getting their advice because you know it's gonna it's gonna sell because they're backing you up. I would rather 
like with poly decor, I loved doing that instead of me going, hey, this color, we really, because you got to prove so much to get it in line, which means in stock, that sometimes it's like you miss the boat. The train's already gone. We should have sold green four months ago. And and then you use I use that leverage all the time. You know, I've got Depot stock in it. So you want your customer walking across the street and buying the whole job there. So that's a huge leverage point. If I can, Depot can pull it in, then normally I can get it into Lowe's. What I love about what you're talking about here, Lisa, is the fact that you're using data to make decisions on product development. Right. Like we make this recommendation all the time to our clients, but mm-hmm. the fact that you're you're using this and not only fueling your marketing efforts, but fueling the products that you develop based upon real-time data and frankly, the fact that you've got a partner helping you do it, it's just, mm-hmm. it gives you real-time insights into what your audience, like what the marketplace really wants. Right. And that's like, that can't be highlighted enough. And so- I'd be really curious, what I what I want to know from you is when you look at these platforms, like one thing we think about a lot is like, where is a platform going? Like a, a Facebook is a platform, Google's a platform, Amazon's mm-hmm. a platform, same with Home Depot. When you look at these platforms, what kind of insight can you give into where are they going? Like where is Amazon trying to go with building products? Where's Home Depot and, and Lowe's trying to go with their online sales as well? Like, do you have any insight or any ideas on where you think strategically they're trying to go as, as organizations? I think it's like for Amazon, I call it the never ending shopping aisle. You could pretty much find everything you've ever wanted on there. I think the only, like when people ask me like, Oh, come on. There's no way you're selling metal roofing on Amazon. I said, the only thing that I can see that will not succeed online would be paint because you got to see it. You got to see it on a wall. You got to, Oh, is this the color that I want? You know, that, that is like, um, and that is their bread and butter paint in Home Depot and Lowe's that, that, you know, department is, you know, that's thriving as still in, you know, brick and mortar. But when I, when it comes to dot com, I feel like, I mean, Lowe's has done a huge push, you know, all your top views, get them on dot com. Cause at the end of the day, people research way more, even if they still buy it at the actual store location, they've done all the research because they're not going to, I mean, have you ever walked into Lowe's and number one, no one will help you. You know, and so then you're there for two hours trying to figure out what aisle you're supposed to be in, you know, and then you figure out, okay, now, and then it's like, well, which one should I get? You know, because they always carry, you know, two of the, you know, top competitors. And so you've got two, you know, got GAF and AirVent and what AirVent should I buy? And um, so they do all their research online. So even if, you know, my, like I'm putting up, I just, in this company, we did, we did, had Home Depot for about three years, homedepot.com. And I said, I'll put minimums on Lowe's.com that technically people probably won't buy 50 sheets of an eight footer, but at least the eight foot is online and they can, who makes it? What's the gauge? What's the color? They've done all the research. So when they walk in, they know they're asking for my, they're asking for my SKU, my company, the brand. So I think when it comes to where are these guys going, I want to say this, you know, dot com is a never ending shopping. I want to say that they want every skew up there. Even if it doesn't sell online, it'll sell in store. It's more about the marketing and the research. Like I tell my team all the time, half of this stuff isn't going to sell online, but it's free marketing. So when people Google metal roofing, our SKUs are coming up. Yeah, our SKUs are coming up. So then, you know, then, then they take deep dives and all of a sudden now they're on our, our actual metal sales website, you know, and oh, I didn't know you guys made that profile. I mean, we have 
gosh, our full line catalog, the, the amount of profiles that we have, it's, it's crazy, you know? So, I mean, my, my number one profile in the actual company is not even on, you know, Lowe's.com. So, you know, they want their top selling SKUs on Lowe's.com. I'm sure, you know, within five years, they're going to say, hey, put all of your SKUs, even if it's not stocked. So I think, I mean, I honestly think every, I've worked with Tractor Supply at my old company. They, they just got a website up with, I mean, it's all building materials. But at the end of the day, these guys still walk into the store. They know what they're looking for now. They're not asking, hey, how should I build the roof? They're saying, hey, where's your corrugated metal roofing panel? I need this and I need, you know, a pack of screws. That's, that's such a valuable point there, Lisa. The fact that people aren't going into the store to do research. They're going in, in the store to make a quick transaction. Right. And to your point earlier, like, why do I buy like one sheet on Lowe's or Amazon or Home Depot? Convenience. Mm -hmm. So if I can't find right. what I'm looking for very quickly, I'm going somewhere else. Right. It's, it's true. And I, and I love your point about free marketing. Like that, like that mm -hmm. to me, you know, and not to brag on you a bit, but like that to me says to me that you guys get the big picture. Like you see the long game and that you may take a hit, a small mm -hmm. hit in one area, but there's a massive opportunity across the board. Like you see the whole spectrum of how people research and find products. Like that's something we talk, right. we talk a lot about is how, what's the full impact of being able to be found online or, you know, having your product showcased on one website, mm -hmm. they may research and find it somewhere and then transact somewhere else. Like you can't discount that, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. And at the end of the day, and that's why I think it's real touchy. You know, if I don't want to, there's a lot of times it's like, I might get really good data from Amazon, but if I just go back to Lowe's, they're going to say, well, why are you selling that on Amazon? And that too, you know, Lowe's right now, Lowe's.com, they just put it up and there, there are a lot of issues. Like right now they take my cost that I give them in line and that is the dot-com cost. Well, I'm sorry, I'm shipping this to a customer's door. Do you know what I mean? Not with a whole, all the other products that go in line in a bay. And so, you know, they need to figure out that freight aspect because with manufacturers, I mean, we are, we're lean and mean, it's high commodity and I can't ship onesie twosies to a door, you know? And so, uh, but Amazon, I mean, they pay for the freight. So it's like, I'll ship whatever you want, you know? <laughs> That's great. I, I think this has been so valuable. Lisa, if, if I'm a manufacturer listening to the show, what advice would you give me if I'm, if I'm listening to you? I'm going, oh my gosh, there's this whole other world out there about not only listing and selling online, but basically using data mm -hmm. to fuel decisions around where you list, what products you develop, et cetera. Like, what advice would you give me if I'm listening to the show? I would say in this industry, building materials industry, you run um, up against, it is a good old boy industry. I hear all the time, Oh, well, we've been doing it this way, you know, for 20 years. And this is how we're always going to do it. I think just an open mind of this is the way America is going to, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're still working these nine to five people, you know, the housing market's blowing up at the end of the day, you, you got to sit at your desk and get it done. And if they're not ordering online and making, and we're not making it convenient for our customers, they will go somewhere else. I mean, Unless you've got a product that no one else in America makes, you need to be way more open-minded and you need to make your product available multiple ways, in-store, online, in distribution. You know what I mean? I mean, I always tell all my guys, I'm like, life is simple. We make it hard. Thank you. <laughs> I love you know? that. I love that. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, like, I'm just like Amazon. You can... You know, people are like, oh, I haven't finished my Christmas gifts yet. What are you talking about? You sit at your desk from nine to five. 
You can't go online. Make a list of who you want to buy Christmas gifts for. Go online, order it, and it's at your door the next day. I'm confused. You know what I mean? It's like, and that's the thing. If you don't have it, if it's not accessible to, you know, all aspects of your customer, and I'm talking contractors, I'm talking homeowners, I'm talking even, you know, technically my customer is is Lowe's. You know, if it's not um, accessible and then, you know, they're, they're, they're going to find another way. That's it. They're going to find another customer. They're going to find another vendor and they're going to buy metal roofing either way. So make it easy and you get the sale. Honestly, Lisa, if I'm a manufacturer who's working for a company that's on the pace of this is the way we've always done it and this is the way we're going to continue to do it, I'm sweating listening to you. Like what you're, how you're framing it is so tangible of they, someone is out there searching for your product if you're not the product that they're mm-hmm. finding, they're buying the product that they did find. End of sentence. Right. I mean, yeah, I have, I have right now, I have you know, five major competitors. And um, if we don't get on the train, they're, we're going to miss it. And they're yeah. going to get on the train and get that sale. And I have to tell that to, you know, if my sales guys, are, they're great. You know, they understand that. But it's more, you know, the accounting department and people setting up accounts like, oh, we got to it takes, you know, three days to set up this account. Well, you know, for union, it takes them one day. So, you know, I'm going to miss the sale because we can't set this guy up within, you know, one day. It's like, we just all have to, you know, just like I said, it's like, life is not hard. We make it hard. Just get it done. I'm always, I always say that. Get it done. Figure it out. <laughs> get it done. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, this has been so great. And thank you again for coming on the show. If someone wants to get in contact with you or reach out and connect, what's the best way for them to do that? It would be via email. You can reach me at lisa.prestafilippo at gmail.com. Awesome. And we'll, we'll include that in the show notes. But again, Lisa, thank you so much for coming on the show. And if you want more great content like this, go to venvio.com slash podcast. Until next time, I am Zach Williams alongside Beth Popniglov. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. You've been listening to Smarter Building Materials Marketing with Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. To get the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit venvio.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.